You are now listening to The Oliver Manley Show. Hey everyone, my name is Oliver Manalis, and you're listening to episode 4 of The Oliver Manalis Show. This is where we get an inside look at the breakdowns of influential people, people who've inspired me, people who've made an impact on my life, and we get to find out the insights that allowed them to break through. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Samantha Gladish. If you don't know who she is, she is the founder of holisticwellness.ca, a powerful resource for women's weight loss, hormone balance, all through delicious whole foods. Her main philosophy is that we can heal ourselves and live a life we love by how we eat, think, move, and care for our bodies. If you know her, then you probably know that she is really active on Instagram and you can find her at Holistic Wellness Foodie. She's sharing so many different crazy experiments for recipes and supplements and it's it's all there to, to be delicious and make you feel great. And she also shares a lot of her wisdom when it comes to entrepreneur, entrepreneurship and business and online business in particular. Samantha is somebody who's had an incredible impact on my life. She, over the years, has supported me in my meal plans, in weight loss, in literally just having me take a look at what I'm eating and how I'm eating in a completely new way where today, the majority of my foods is whole foods. I don't have many supplements and I just, I just feel great. I have so much more energy for all of my projects and she has been an important part of I would say my team. She is she is one of those people who's who's been such a wellspring of knowledge that she's and she's constantly bettering herself. She's actually always on her growth edge. She's constantly learning new things and and taking on new tools and she's willing to change her her perspective when she has new evidence all so that she can live a better life and support the people around her and her clients to live a better, healthier life. She is a holistic nutritionist. She's a women's health coach. She's an author, a speaker, a natural beauty advocate, self-proclaimed foodie. You name it. She's done so many different things and she's impacted hundreds and hundreds of people by now. She has a women's weight loss group coaching program. She recently just launched a gut health program, which has you focus on improving your gut health, which by the way, it's so, so critical to your skin health, your mental clarity, your weight loss, and your ability to process and actually absorb the nutrients that you're eating. It's like, if you're going to spend the money and, and be really mindful eating the right foods, you got to make sure that your body is able to absorb it. And that's a part of healing your gut. And she has an incredible program for that. She has recipes and guides for detoxing and cleansing. And if you find, if you just Google and find Samantha, you'll just know that she is in so much action and she's making, she's doing so much incredible work where she is being interviewed. She's being asked to speak all over the place where she is sharing her gifts with the world. And I'm actually just so honored that she agreed to come on the show. She's made a huge impact on my life, like I said. And in this conversation, she gets real. She gets raw. She gets vulnerable 
with her story. I feel like she shares aspects of her story that she might not have shared anywhere else. She talks about a breakup in her life that was really, really important because it actually had her take a stand for herself. It was a moment of truth where she got to, to take ownership of her value. There's a running theme that we get to talk about, about am I worthy? And that weaves in and out of her life through her different reinventions from becoming a nutritionist and becoming uh, a self reliance and self-sufficient and successful and thriving entrepreneur it just and as she continues to reinvent herself moving forward this question of am i worthy we talk about so many different things i'm sure that you're going to get a ton of value from this conversation and my request here is if you do get value i would be so honored if you share this interview with people that you love and care for and if you feel inclined to, please, 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 the way that we get the word out is also through rating us and writing a review over at iTunes. I would be so thankful for you to do that. And without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Samantha Gladish. So thanks for doing this recording with me. It's weird just because we talk all the time and we hang out all the time, but um, I feel like this will be a great platform for me to be able to ask questions of you that I think a lot of people might find beneficial, but also outside of the context of just hanging out for coffee or having lunch, we might be able to get deeper. Not that our conversations aren't deep. Right. <laughs> they always are. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited and nervous oh. all at the same time. Awesome. <laughs> So essentially the idea the idea of doing this show is to talk about the moment of truth for you is to find out the highlights that came from the lowlights. You know, we're able to look back and connect the dots a little bit better and see that some of our breakdowns there was a breakdown behind that breakdown, like a real breakdown. And not just the surface level one. And through insights, through guidance or support or just hitting rock bottom, we're able to break through. We're able to transform an aspect of our life. And yeah, so I, I and I know you have a really, really intricate story. And I'm sure that there's so many different directions that we can go in. But essentially, I want to find out what was that moment for you? Because right now you're you're powerful and you're all over the interwebs sharing a ton of value about <laughs> nutrition, empowering women, um, now helping people build and grow their online business. You're just crushing and killing it. And if, if I was just some random outsider looking in, it would be like, oh, wow, Sam's a superhero. She's perfect. She <laughs> can't do anything wrong. Right. And she has all of her shit together. Right. And uh, I know both you and I know that there's so much more behind the scenes. Totally. There's so much more uh, groundwork that was involved for you to finally get to this place. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So what do you think? You want to jump in? Let's do this. Can you think of a time? <laughs> okay. There's, there's numerous times. Um, 
I mean, how far back do you want me to go? Let's start with a defining moment, like a, a moment where if you look back, it was, if I went on this path, it would have gone this way and it wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have felt good or felt right in my heart. So I went the other way, which is how I ended up to where I am right now, feeling a little bit more clear, a little bit more aligned, a little bit more in harmony with who I am. So there must be like something that happened or a series of events that happened that had you butt up against just the, the opportunity to transform or change direction. Absolutely. So uh, one that I can think about, and I know you and I have talked about this before, is, you know, my, my past relationship. And I was in a seven-year relationship, in, and it started in my early 20s. And really awesome, great guy. And, you know, my family loved him, extended family, cousins, everyone, friends, like everybody loved him. And of course I loved him. And, uh, as the years went on, I just started to have this disconnection. I mean, you know, you are in your twenties, so you definitely, there's a lot of growth period that happens during that time. And, um, so many things were just kind of changing in my life and, um, kept, uh, getting, you know, different jobs and sort of like moving up kind of in my career. And, uh, and, and so I, and then I had this relationship where I felt like my partner was just sort of staying still. And, and it was almost as though he, he just didn't have an interest in growing. And, uh, and so I kind of felt sort of torn because it was, I had all these, things I wanted to do and so much growth that I wanted, um, in my life, you mm -hmm. know, professionally. And so I, um, I will never forget, you know, being in my bedroom and having this complete breakdown and crying. And I was crying so much that I actually like, um, I, I was, I was actually in the middle of like cleaning out my closet and I remember being in my bedroom and crying and crying, and crying. And I didn't want my parents to hear me. And so I actually grabbed like a whole bunch of clothes that I was cleaning out of my closet and I stuck my head in my clothes and I was crying into my clothes. And I, and I fully remember that moment because I knew that I needed to let that relationship go. And I knew that I was so scared because, and it wasn't even because of letting the relationship go. It was because of what everyone else is going to think of me. It was like, oh, my parents are going to be mad at me. They, they had this idea that this is the guy and I'm going to get married. And that, because now, you know, seven years and like later twenties now. So they're thinking like, this is the guy we're going to get married. We're going to have a family soon. Um, and uh, you know, what are they going to think of me? My, my friends, my family, like everyone's going to start judging. And, uh, so hold on. how deep, how deep into, uh, into the relationship were you when you started to notice? So you mentioned that you were growing and you were having all these breakthroughs in the direction of your career mm -hmm. and the man that you were with wasn't reflecting that same level of, of growth or velocity. Like how, how deep into the relationship was it? Was that at the seven year mark or was it a little bit earlier than that? No, it was definitely earlier than that. Um, there was, and I couldn't say exactly when, but I, I would say it was roughly around the four year mark. 
And wow. yeah. And, and then, you know, there was that moment of like, I don't really know if this is the guy for me, but again, being caught in this, like, you know, well, it, Oh, it's all good. Just, you know, everyone likes him and I like him and he's great. And, you know, so I'm just gonna, I'm just going to continue, right? Like you just get stuck in your ways and you fear change. And because on the surface level, everything looks and feels pretty good. You just continue on that same path. Um, yeah. And that's, I think that's around when we were, when we first met, right? Yeah. We met when I was or before that. It was, it we met, no, we met before that. that. Yeah. We met way before that. That's before right. That guy. Yeah. So um, was it a mental thought? Did you consciously think this? Like, I don't know if this is the guy. I don't know if this is my guy. Was that I conscious? Told- Did you let yourself think that? I totally thought that. Yes. Okay. So you were totally aware and then you stuck it out for three more years. Totally. Like 100% stuck it out. Because Which is why that I was crying so much because it was like, I remember thinking this years ago. And here I am three years later or four years later, whatever it might have been, thinking, oh, my God, like it, all this time went by. I felt like I wasted all this time. Um, sorry. So what was your question? Why? Why did yes. I? Yes. Yeah. Why did, why did you stick it out for so for so much longer? You, you knew it was clear that he was not your guy. Fear. And you stuck it out. Yeah. Fear. Fear. Of? Total Fear of being judged, being alone. Um, yeah, that was, you know, feeling like, like I'm, I'm the one at fault. Cause I always had this interesting relationship with my father. I, I even remember like, and my father is such an incredible man. I love him so much, but he, I remember even past relationships, like when those ended, he would get so mad at me. You know, instead of, instead of asking like, are you okay? And instead of really like diving deep into like how that relationship might've affected me, it was like, I had done something wrong. I was the bad one. And so I knew that day when I was crying in my room, I remember, uh, thinking like, oh my God, here we go again. I'm going to go through this all over again. I'm ending a relationship. And my dad's going to be like, it's all your fault. I remember it. And I was like, I just want to avoid that at and all. Costs. What would make it your fault? In in his eyes, I, I don't know, you know, because your parents only see a certain aspect of your relationship, right? They really see like the good stuff. And they saw such a good person in, in my partner at the time. So for them, it's just kind of like, that's crazy. Like, how could you dump him? <laughs> so Versus... was it like an expectation? Like, He's the one, he's part of the family now. They're going to get married. They're going to have kids and that's yes. what we're going to look forward to. And yes, they're you break up with him and it's just like, what the hell did you do? We were gunning for this. Yes, totally. And there totally was that expectation. Oh and especially, you know, my, my mom being super old fashioned and, um, you know, they, she met my dad when she was, oh, I can't remember now, nine, 19 maybe. Um, and, um, and you know, they, they, they met, they got married, they had kids and like that, that was that. Right. So like for my mother to see like her daughter having like, you know, different boyfriends and like ending these relationships, it's kind of like, Oh, like that's, 
that's not how I did it. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't do that. Right. They it's did just, it like we, we find the love, we marry them and this is it. And, right, and right. here you are, you're seven years and it's like, oh, this is probably it. But then all of right. a sudden you drop a bomb of news. Totally. Okay. So you're, so you're in your bedroom, you're crying into a pile of clothes, <laughs> <laughs> dramatic imagery. And I, I cried for a few minutes and then literally I like stopped and was just like, I just took this deep breath. Like I just remember it so well. And I just took this deep breath and was just like, it's all okay. Like, it's all okay. Like, this is just what has to happen. And like, it is what it is. Like, it was almost in that moment. But I you weren't to... okay for three years. No, no, definitely and then, not. then you finally got to the okay. point of yeah. feeling like it would be okay. Like, you'll be all right. Yeah, I totally, I totally just had this moment of like clarity and was just like, it's okay. And then I even had, like, remember thinking like, I know my parents aren't going to be happy with me. I already know how this is going to go, but it's going to be okay. Cause this is just what has to happen. And so, um, I like, I just remember I like stopped crying. I cleaned up my room, put my clothes away. Um, and I can't remember the exact timing, but it was in and around there, give or take a week or a few weeks where I ended up having the conversation with my partner and, and we ended it. Okay, well, so were, th were there other people in your life that you were sharing what was happening? Like there was three years where you knew that he wasn't the one for you. Did, did your friends reflect it back at you? Did anybody in your life say, hey, I just can tell, I can notice that there's something missing or you don't seem happy or... Did you not share that? Did you not let that in? Did you mask that? I, I didn't fully share it. Um, there's one girlfriend at the time I can think of. And, um, I, I mean, we don't, we don't even talk anymore, but she, I do remember she was probably the only one who, who really kind of knew that how I felt about the relationship um, but no, there was never this, this conversation that her and I had like on a deeper level of really being vulnerable and open about really what was going on. And, um, so yeah, th there was, there was like one, literally one girlfriend I could think of. Um, but there was never any kind of like advice or, or like I said, like real deep conversation that we had had about that relationship. Um, so I definitely did kind of feel like I, I was just going on and on my own just kind of doing what I had to do. Um, and is that partly because you didn't go ahead and share that with people? Like you had well, one girlfriend and you didn't fully express what was going on. Totally. Like I, I wasn't the one that was totally sharing and opening up. So of course my, you know, your friends are only going to reflect back so much of what you're sharing. So I totally get that. Um, but also at the same time, these were all mutual friends that I had with my partner. So they know him. So they they're all intimate with him. Totally. So it was all mutual friends. It was like anyone that I in. right really opened up to, they, they would have known, uh, you know, they know him. So yeah, it was kind of this, a little bit of, um, 
discomfort, like uncomfortableness. <laughs> and I think a lot of people in relationships probably face that they have mutual friends. So yep. who do you really open up to? Right. Like we hang right. out with so-and-so, but we always, we always hang out with them together. Exactly. Uh, this exactly. person was my friend before, but now they're both of our, both, both our friends since we're together now. Right. Right. Like I even remember, um, like even my, my cousin and her, her boyfriend at the time, they're now married, but like we would hang out with them all the time. And I remember when that relationship ended, um, her boyfriend saying to me like something along the lines of, Oh, it looks like we won't be doing those, uh, double dates anymore. Or he said something like that, you know? And I was like, Oh my God, not you. Like it was literally everyone in my life was tied back to him. And I kept hearing it for so long from so and many I, people. I totally, I feel like there's going to be so many people who totally get that because when you break up with somebody, it's not just the person that you're breaking up with. It's they're breaking up with your whole family. Totally. And vice versa. You're breaking up with their whole family. Totally. Like you, yes. these, these, this group of people, these two tribes become one for a period of time. And all of a sudden you got you don't just grieve the loss of that person. You grieve like a whole set of relationship dynamics. Yep. And, and then, you know, your friends and your family, like you said, like they're, they're all going through a loss and it's like, uh, okay, well I've let it go. So you guys should let it go too. And I don't, <laughs> I don't think people, um, really clue in to how hurtful that can actually be or how uncomfortable that might be yeah. for you. Right. I think everyone's thinking about themselves at that time for sure. Yes. Because they're like, well, we've lost him too. Or, or there's this uncomfortableness of like, can I still, can I still contact him? And like, do, do I still be in touch with him? Or is that weird? Because you're not right. And for Everyone me, has to figure out their own way. It's true. Everyone around has to it, out, through absolutely. it. And, and so what was it like, was there like a buildup? Was there, was there just a growing dissatisfaction? Like there's that saying how we don't change until the pain of change is less than the pain of staying the same. Cause obviously you were willing to stick it out for three more years, like settling in a way. Right. Um, not that he was a bad person, but it was just, you weren't, I mean, you didn't feel that you were right for one another. So like, what, what was it? What got you to the point of puddle of tears into a pile of clothes? Um, you know, just, there were so many changes that were like happening in my professional life in a really great way. And I had, can you give us like a little snapshot of what was happening? Yeah. So like, um, you know, I had gone from, uh, working like, and you know, in this seven year span of being in this relationship, I had basically gone from like, you know, working part time and, and, um, in this health food store and then actually getting a full-time management position in the health food store and then actually landing this amazing rep job that I wanted. And then, um, another company approached me and there was another opportunity to, um, leave that one job to go to, to go to this other one. And there was just like all this amazing growth happening yeah. each, every few years I was going by, I was like making more money and really coming into like, um, what I, like I, for the first time, you know, you start feeling like uh, having some security almost, yeah. you feel like, okay, you're going, you're making like little to no money to now you actually have 
some really great money coming in. You've got this really amazing job that you love where, um, and, and like now you start to think more about like, okay, like I've got some security here and like what getting all grown up. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, wow, this is all, this is all great. Like, um, you know, I can move out and, um, and then, what does that look like? Cause does that, does that mean my partner moves in with me? We get a place together. So like, you know, there's all these big grown up things that start to happen and it's really exciting. It's a really exciting time. And so I kind of felt like that was sort of the area that I was moving in and moving yeah. towards, but my partner was, was just not, there was this kind of just not excited. Yeah. Just really not excited. And I kind of feel like for you um, about life or what? Yes. Like for me, yes, he was definitely excited. Um, you know, that, that I can share. He was really, um, he definitely okay. treated me like I was just this like queen of his world and it was really beautiful mm -hmm. and awesome. But outside of that, like he just was so not fulfilled in his job and he was very lost with his job, very lost with his finances. Um, there wasn't uh, every time I would really want to dive into like, setting some type of framework or plan for like what the future might be. I, there was just so much uncertainty around that with him. Um, because I think more from based on his finances, like he just couldn't see that or see the possibility of that. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of felt like he was, he was just not interested in fully stepping up and like owning his life and, growing and, um, and, and, and yet I kind of felt stuck. I kind of, I wanted to move this one way and he just wasn't excited to do that. And was he um, always like that. Um, I, for the most part. Yeah, really. So the now whole that I, time. Yeah, for the most part. And like, not for nothing, like our lifestyles were totally different. Like here I am like this nutritionist, like really, um, into fitness and, and food and he was not. <laughs> and so th that was really interesting because I really wanted someone that like honored and took care of their body and like made self-care a priority. Um, and, uh, there was a lot of drugs going on at that time that, uh, I wasn't really interested in. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there, like there's just this unexcitement and like this unwillingness to really grow up is really so, what it was. I mean, so looking back now, you have a lot more wisdom, a lot more experience now, and you're just looking at it as here's a guy opposite interests in a lot of ways. Yes. Drugs, food, health, motivation for life, things like that. Complete opposite of you because you're an achiever. Right. Why? So I... Mm -hmm. help me wrap my head around <laughs> why you stayed in that relationship, why you chose that relationship, why you continued to, to settle. Yeah. I mean, it really goes back to, to the fear. Like I just, I, I didn't know any other way really, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so, and especially when we first met, you know, I was, uh, we met, uh, when I was bartending and so the, the whole lifestyle was very different at that point. And like, we just totally connected and, and it was great. And so this, there was this different parting lifestyle, but then I started to grow up and he didn't, yeah. and there were different things that I wanted. And so, um, 
yeah, so I think just ultimately it was just the fear. It was just the fear of like change. And, you know, at this point it was like this new job had come into my life. Um, and that was new and different for me. And then it was like, oh, and now I'm letting go of my relationships. I, so I felt like personally, professionally, like all these things were changing around me. And, and it was, staying with him was, would keep things predictable, would keep things, one aspect of your life would still be a constant while everything else is kind of in the unknown and in, in the realm of possibility. Right. Right. Mm. And so I knew that this was not the person I wanted to spend my life with. I knew that, um, yeah, it was just, it was time to end that. And so, and so I did. And what do you think it was that was giving you like the signs, the clarity, the confidence for you to actually feel like, and know that I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to end this relationship. I know it's what I need to do and everything's going to be fine. Well, I think, you know, there was a part of like looking back on how things have happened in the past. It's like, okay, I've been down this road before. I've gone through a breakup, you know, multiple times. So it's always worked out. It's always been okay. And um, just really knowing that, like, I'm really the one here that's in control. Like, I'm, I, I, it's how I choose to see this, right? So ultimately, um, I can go on you know, feeling, uh, I don't know how I want to say it. Like, uh, you know, ultimately I, I, I'm in control of my destiny essentially, you know, like I, I can choose to make this situation. Um, and this whole set, these past seven years, just like all about learning and growth and, and learning about myself. And, um, there was beautiful experiences there. And would you say your self-worth was growing during that period as well? Absolutely. Like you're valuing yourself more? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and is it possible that because you didn't value yourself as much as you did in that moment, that's probably that might be why you were continuing to to settle in the fear? Totally. I mean, um am I worthy, you know? That was uh, that's still something that, that always plays a role. Am I worthy of having a relationship that is, you know, having a, a man in my life that is actually committed to self-care, you know, mm. am I worthy of, of having a man that, um, doesn't, you know, isn't obsessed over sports and, um, actually <laughs> has like goals and, that he wants to achieve in his life? Am I, am I worthy of having like a really deep, open, vulnerable relationship and this like deep, beautiful, intimate connection with the man? Like, Am I even yeah. worthy of that? Right. Um, am I, am I worthy of getting married? Like all, all of those things for sure. And I, I think a lot of people go through those questions and are held back because of not facing those questions. Right. Like not even asking themselves and just sitting in, sitting in, okay, well, this is where I'm at. This is what I have. Let's clench. Let's hold on super, super tightly because this is, this is okay for now. And I'm okay with this and letting go is like, what, what if I'm going to be alone? What, right. what if this was it? What if I look back and I totally missed out and he right. was the one, what if I make a mistake? Right. So like, like, was there an, a point when you like afterwards, 
maybe just afterwards, a couple of months or 12 months, was there like a sense of like, holy shit, this is exactly what has been needing to happen. Like this true part of myself has been begging for this to happen. Did you get any of that? Like once the relationship ended? Yeah, once it was already ended. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A resounding yes. Um, Yes. Like I, I felt so much lighter and, um, and I actually still have a relationship with him. Like we're, I mean, we're more acquaintances now than anything. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was this, uh, I started just getting like excited for all these different things and getting involved in all these different new things, actually yoga was came into my life at that point. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. And I really started to like take up yoga and like, you know, where my nights used to be, I would go to work and then, you know, spent with my partner. Um, they literally now were going to work and then coming home and going to yoga. And I would come home and like spend time in my room and like candles and meditate. Like it was such this, like this space that I had in my life. And it was so great. And yoga, I feel like, came into my life at such a perfect time. And that was actually thanks to my cousin who actually told me there was this hmm. new yoga studio who op- that opened down the street. Why don't you come with me? And I went and I started just falling like so much in love with it. And then I actually fell so much in love with it that I committed to doing their teacher training. And did you feel like... I mean, you let go of this partner and you were practicing yoga and spending this time solo. Did you feel like you had space and an opportunity to rebuild a love for yourself or even rediscover a love for yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it actually gave me time to really reconnect and to really look inward and to almost really like slow down. Um, I think a lot of people feel like very rushed, like things need to happen so quickly in their lives and onto the next relationship and, you know, and so it just, I just got to like really slow down and it was such an amazing time. And I I remember you were liberated during that time. Yeah. Yeah. You were so damn on fire. You're like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going (laughs) to do what I want. I want this. I'm going to give it to myself. Done. <laughs> yep. And then I, I remember that year I traveled a whole bunch too. Like, no, n- nothing crazy, but like just, um, uh, I, I can't even remember where or how many, where I went, but I remember going to like California at one point with like a friend of mine who I worked with, uh, in our, in our jobs together. And like, we went down to California together and it was great. Like I just, um, other times and you know, I had always traveled with somebody like, you know, and it was just nice to just kind of have this like independence and just kind of like go and do whatever. And I mm-hmm. had, yeah, it was, so it was really, um, it was really fun. So you went from like, maybe just a, like a subtle and then growing sense of, of misery and settling and putting up with until it was time to change because the only, what happens is I mean, from my experience, we go through a breakdown because it's time to let go of something. And if we don't let go and we hold on, we just repeat the cycle and we keep finding ourselves in the same breakdown and the same breakdown, trying to climb the same mountain over and over and over again. And in order to get to the next level to break through, whether it's, you know, some people think it's upwards, 
I think maybe it's just four words, but right to break through, you got to let go to make room for what's new. So looking back now, what would you say was the thing that you actually let go of and what did it, what did it make room for? Ooh, I let go of like the people pleasing and hmm. it's not that I, and, and let me say, I, I haven't fully let go of that, <laughs> but with that relationship, <laughs> with that relationship, um, yeah, I like, I just let go of like the people pleasing and like having to do, which always felt like the right thing, you know? And mm. so then I had this like freedom in my life where once I let that go, this space came in for me to be like, I'm just going to go travel and I'm just going to go do yoga teacher training and, and go, you know, go here and go here and go there and go there and whatever, and whenever I want to do it. Um, and, uh, that was uncomfortable for my parents because for seven years it was always like, I'm going out, but I'm going out with my partner, you know, like I'm going out with my boyfriend to actually be like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going here on my own. You know, it was like, Oh, it was uncomfortable for them. Yeah. You like, were, you were seen as a part of something. Yes. As opposed to you standing on your own. Absolutely. For a very long time. So yeah. they had to see you as a, a new reinvented you. Yes. And and so how do you feel that moment has led you to where you are now? Ooh, how has that moment led me to where I am now? Um I mean, I've continued, there's just so many great things <laughs> that have happened and so much more growth that has happened since then. And, um, so sorry, wait, what was the, what was the question again? <laughs> How do I, Yeah. so um, when, when you broke through, when you let go and you broke through, it created a new foundation, a new platform for you to step, right. step up, step through, step forward into and so as you look back now how has that decision for yourself led to what's been created and manifested in, in your present day yeah well i mean it it allowed me to just like let go of so many things and it allowed me to just fully step into into more of who i am and so uh, and i remember actually having this conversation with you many years ago about what I really want in a partner. <laughs> and, um, I, you know, I had never done that before and I never really sat there and actually listed these things. And I remember sitting with you and, um, listing out what I wanted in a partner and then, and sure enough, that's what I got. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, it was just like the space was created for me to almost like explore like what, what do I actually want for myself? What do I actually want for my life? You know? Um, yeah. And you know what? I feel like not many people will stop and think about what do I actually want? Right. In and a I mean, partner, in a business, in a home or whatever. People don't think about what is it that they truly want. Absolutely. And you know, the breakthroughs really come when you slow down. And so I had such this great, time of slowing down and so many mm. breakthroughs came from that you know and it came from having these amazing deep conversations with you and really diving into what I wanted for myself for my life um 
and uh, and just diving into more of the things that that I wanted to do, the things that I actually enjoyed. And um, it started to open me up even more like creatively. And uh, and then and then my now current boyfriend, you know, and then he and then he came into my life. And it's just so weird how he <laughs> came into my life. And and it's been great. You know, there's, there's definitely no been... surprise there. You're asking for it. <laughs> and yeah, and I totally, you know, and I, I did totally ask for it. And so, yeah, it's been interesting. That's so awesome. I feel mm-hmm. like, so recently, um, we're like, we're seeing you at a point where you are, I mean, in, in my eyes, at least you're like exploding you're Which t- is so crazy. You're totally that you that. on fire right now. <laughs> I don't even feel that way, you know. And it's mm-hmm. so interesting that that is what is seen right through yeah. through the interwebs, through social media. Okay, yeah. so you are. So we think that you're super powerful, all powerful, all knowing. <laughs> this is this is Samantha. Nothing's gonna stop her. Look at her. She just goes get it, right? <laughs> she just goes and get it. So. What's a breakdown? What's a recent one? What's a recent breakdown? What's what's happened? Re- like ground us, let us tear down you as a hero and just see you as a mortal, just like us. So we know that if Sam can do it and she's a human being, just like me, I can do it. What's yeah. a breakdown? Oh my God. There's, there's so many of them. I mean, okay. So Hans, Hans says for me to ask you, what is the break? <laughs> what was, what did the breakdown seem like it was during it? And then looking back, what was it really? Like, what was the real breakdown behind the breakdown? That's what he asked me to ask you. Oh, I don't know that, what that means. Oh, Hans. <laughs> who, is our, who is our coach? Coach, yes. For the people listening. Um, okay, so what was the breakdown? Yeah, um, what did the breakdown seem like it was? And then looking back now, what was it really? Like, what was the actual breakdown behind it? So... <laughs> there's so i feel like there's so many of them um what's the most prominent one okay let let me think here so there uh, so in my business you know there's um numbers i want to hit and you know goals i want to reach with my business and um especially as an entrepreneur like there's just so much inconsistency. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have like regular paychecks that come in every two weeks. And so like there's there's a lot of inconsistency and uh want you know, trying to like up level and really charge what you're worth and trying to step into that. And uh so there's been breakdowns around that, around like why am I not making the money that I wanna be be making? Mm-hmm. And um and so on the surface level, it, it actually looks like, oh, well, perhaps my, per- perhaps my funnels aren't set up right, or um, my sales copy was off, or, you know, oh, right? Th- things like that, right? Or, <laughs> or I actually need to, um, you know, double the amount of people I'm currently speaking with, or maybe I, you know, I need to- Okay, m- so you're getting these ideas from somewhere- Right. Or I need to work harder or I need to work longer. Where are you basing this off of? 
Like, who are you basing this off of? The fact that, oh, maybe it's my copy or my funnels or the this and the that. Um, So many different people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, every um, entrepreneur in the health space, even outside of the health space, that is selling an online course or a program or doing... um, business coaching or personal growth coaching within Mm -hmm. the business realm um specifically like i guess with like online business this is what i see all the time all the time the conversation around yeah doubling how many people are on your list and all that stuff you should have quizzes on your website and you should have you should have this on your website and this needs to connect to this and the funnel needs to look like this and you know you can only say this specifically on this email so exhausted just fucking listening to it is so exhausting it's so exhausting and so that's what the breakdown actually looked like it was like oh i'm doing things wrong i need to work harder i need to fix up all this all the, all my funnels and copy and all these kind of things. How did you feel? Oh my God. Overwhelmed, like anxious. And what did it uh, look like in your day? Like, what did your day look like when you're feeling the overwhelm? Scattered, like totally scattered because I felt like there's so many things to do. Like, where do I actually start? Um, so like, I think that was probably the time when I think I told you that, I didn't want your schedule <laughs> when I'm like, yeah, I look at how you live your life and, and what you're doing. I don't want that. Cause that seems really, really busy and complicated. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. And so, yeah, it just kind of felt scattered of like mm. fitting in client calls and then um, coaching calls. And then as also trying to do all these other things. And that was another part of it too. It's like, I am actually doing everything on my own. I do have, um, uh, an, a, a VA that I work with. Um, but I had just a hard time passing stuff off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the breakdown was, was all around that. And, and on the surface level, that's really what it looked like. Okay. But on the deeper level, mm-hmm. what it really was, was the, am I worthy? Am I actually worthy of making the money I want to make, of having the business I want to have, of getting the clients that I want to get? Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Slow down. Okay. Yeah. So we went from sticking it out with this guy for an extra three years after you had true clarity, sticking around because am I worthy of having a man who takes care of himself? who's excited about life? Am I worthy of having that in my life? Will I find him and will I deserve him? And then you have this thing that's happening more recently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I worthy of having a business that looks like this yeah. where it's balanced, where it energizes me, where I have control over my time, where I can charge what I want, where people pay me more, where, wow. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it shows up again. Right. It shows up in so many different situations. Um, And it's always there. I don't know if it's something that it's not something that ever goes away. It just you become so much better at recognizing it and recognizing when you're in the breakdown, you know, and recognizing what it's really about versus just the surface level stuff. And when did you declare that it was a breakdown? When did you become 
clear about that? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because I feel like I've had these ups and downs this whole I mean, just this whole journey of being an entrepreneur, I constantly have those ups and downs. Mm -hmm. So like, I really do feel like every few months, there's these like mini breakdowns. And um, so I can't even like fully point out exactly when, but I know that like every few months, there's there's definitely these like mini breakdowns that are happening. It's like all these break amazing breakthroughs and then the breakdown comes and then amazing breakthroughs and then the breakdown comes. So it's just this, you know, ebb and flow. And, and the beauty of it really is that as you start to do more inner work and you really start to recognize that it's not the surface level stuff that's holding you back. It's actually the deeper stuff that's holding you back. You become so much more conscious of it that you can get through the breakdown so much quicker. You know? What was it that made it click for you that, okay, it's not this stuff. It's actually a deeper level conversation like it's this context that i'm coming from that is about worthiness yeah i mean i think obviously you know coaching with hans and having a coach in my life that uh i can really open up about all of this and even having conversations with you as well like i'm really lucky that you know i have people in my life that i can really have these open vulnerable talks with and and who who help me to see it differently. So yeah. it, that's really one way of recognizing it because sometimes, um, you, you don't fully recognize it right away, you know, that, and you need someone to almost point it out for you. And so, so uh, like you're paying somebody to reflect it back at you. Totally. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm definitely lucky that, you know, I have great people in my life and, but and it's not I luck. No. Yeah, you're right. It was, it's been a it's choice. By design. It's yes, it is. Like by you've design. chosen this. Yes. I choose to have a coach you in my life. You don't have to have a coach. You don't have to have people who, who are there to call you out. Just like, you know, when you were in the relationship, you weren't open to sharing what was really going on and your clarity about this is not the guy. Mm -hmm. There was maybe one person. How many people are like that in your life now that will actually call you out, hold you, call you out and hold you accountable and, have you raised, raise the game, raise your level? There's a lot more than one. <laughs> <laughs> there sure is, right? Yep. Yep. It's so true. And so what was the letting go of here? So uh, I, I get the whole thing that you're saying. Like it's, it, it probably doesn't fully go away that you just get I, stronger, you get better. But yeah. was there, do you feel like with this recent breakdown, was there a level of like releasing and letting go? And if, if so, what was it? Um, so slowing down has really been yes. like a really big thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that, that's been a big thing. It's like being conscious of my schedule and making sure that I'm taking care of my well being first and foremost. So like, for example, uh, you know, I won't, I have this whole routine in the morning and, you know, mm. I get up and I, and I make my tea and I write in my journal and um, then I might read a little bit and then I go and I work out and like, that's my morning routine. And so 
by the time I actually go and, and work out, it's it's roughly around like nine, nine thirty. So I don't schedule in calls at that time, you know? So like that's just like a non negotiable for me. Like my my mornings yeah. are my mornings. Um and, and so like really committing to my well being allows me to really full up sorry, allows me to show up more fully in my business and of course with my coaching clients. And that's so that's cool because it was like um when you broke up with that guy, you had this time for well being. Right. Meditating, lighting candles, taking care of yourself, falling in love with yourself, practicing yoga. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of just like another expression of that, but more on a day to day. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So, so the slowing down has, has been really important. And I think that more entrepreneurs need to slow down. (laughs) There's always slow down in what ways would you say? So you got have a morning, you know, have a morning routine, set time to take care of yourself. Like in what other ways would you slow down? I mean, self-care is definitely important, but I mean, uh, trying, you know, so many people are just being so frantic with their time and they're just trying mm-hmm. to, to do so much. Um, and, and I, I'm even guilty of like multitasking. So it's like, I just need to focus on the one thing and there really is no such thing as multitasking. Um, so, uh, you know, slowing down can look really different for, for a lot of people, but I think it's really about, um, honoring time for yourself and your self care, uh, uh, not multitasking. Cause you know, I used to have this really bad habit of like cooking dinner and also having my like laptop with me. And then I would like go and chop veggies and then go back to the laptop and then like go and like put everything in the pot and get it boiling and then like go back to my laptop. That's what I and do with I- my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes I do that with my phone because I go to like take a photo or something, right, of my of what I'm cooking. Um, but yeah, just being more conscious of like, if I'm cooking, I'm cooking. Like that's what I'm currently doing right now. Like everything else can wait, and it's okay. And I don't have to um, feel like I need to rush it by any mm. means, right? Um, and how do and you so- manage the fact that because you're you're a, such a lifestyle entrepreneur? And what I mean by that is that it's so much about who you are and who you're being in your life that inspires people and has people wanting to do business with you uh, by, you know, you sharing, hey, this is what I'm cooking. This is how I'm taking care of myself. These are some new things that I'm trying with my recipes, with supplements and stuff like that. So, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you, you're bringing the phone with you so you can take a, take a picture of it and share it on Instagram or, like, how, how do you balance needing, you know, slowing down and separating from your devices, but at the same time, knowing that, you know, sharing your story, sharing your life is something that's, that's really valuable and important and, uh, interesting for, for the people who follow you. So how do I balance that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, boundaries, boundaries are really important, right? Um, boundaries around my time boundaries around, you know, when, when people can reach me, you know, I don't, Mm. I don't let my, you know, my clients can't just text me all day long and I'm going to respond to them. Um, boundaries around time off, you know, like I'm currently even right now, I'm being very open and honest with all my clients and, you know, uh, telling them that I'm, I'm off for the holidays. Like you actually can't schedule in time, time for a phone call or a check-in, 
you know, I'm off from like the 19th to the second. So I will not be taking on calls. So, you know, and there, and, and many clients calls would have landed during the holiday time. And Mm -hmm. of course, you know, it, I definitely can, can schedule a Wednesday full of calls, you know, in between Christmas and the new year, I could totally do that, but that wouldn't really be me taking time off. And that's, I mean, that's the dilemma of entrepreneurs is that the office is your brain and (laughs) you take it everywhere with you. And it's like, there's no more clear boundaries. Right. It's very, very hard to set up a, just a mental structure itself. Time is a nice structure to say, okay, from this day to this day, or from this time to this time, there's, there will be no business happening in my head. Right. Right. So, so challenging. So totally is challenging, you know, like even just from a, um, from like this sort of like masculine feminine kind of standpoint, like I'm in, you know, I, I'm at my computer working all day long and like my partner comes home and he probably doesn't want to walk into the door to my masculine energy and business this and business that. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> right. So I also have to be very conscious of that and like how I show up for my partner. So, yeah. so I've actually noticed by shutting down my computer and just, you know, going into the kitchen, focusing on my cooking and getting this delicious dinner ready. And then he walks through the door and here I am, you know, my business is done for the day. Everything is away. And he walks through the door and here I am in my, in the kitchen, you know, cooking and it smells great. And he comes to the door and I greet him with this great energy. And like the dynamic of the relationship is so different because of that versus him walking through the door and me being like, this is what's happening in my business. And what do you think of this? And I need your help with this and having the computer on and being frantic. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And it's because there, there's no clear distinction. There's no clear context sh- change because you're working in the same space that you live. Yes. So like you're making a decision. Okay. So once it hits this time, no more talk about business and work and things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally get that. Yeah. Cool. And so what, what did it make room for? So you're slowing down taking care of yourself, setting up these boundaries. What did it make room for? What was the breakthrough that became possible? There was really almost this like realization of, of like, Oh my God, my business isn't going to fall apart just because I decided to take time off. Yeah. You know, there's like this realization that like, it, it really is all okay. Like it's going to be there when you go back to it. Um, and there it's, it's also created just like more ease, mm-hmm. uh, which is just this great, this great feeling. Like you don't, I, I don't have that feeling of like, Oh my God, I got to get to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. It's just like, just slow down. Right. Because I, and I recognize like what happens when I'm being the frantic, anxious, overworked woman, I'm really not being very effective and I'm not in my creative energy. Um, and so like creatively, you know, what comes out of slowing down is just so amazing. Um, cause I get to really spend this time like tuning in, and really thinking of, of uh, what I want to do, how I want to do it, how I want to go about it, what feels right to me. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's created this great space for just, just in my relationship. 
of course, you know, because it's um, setting boundaries are important with like, you know, clients, but it's also like setting these boundaries because of what I want my relationship and my life to look like outside of my business. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I think that, I hope that answered the question, but so much. yeah. So like, yeah. so setting boundaries, being clear about that, going deeper and looking at what's happening behind the scenes, as opposed to just like the surface level stuff with you was the, the conversation around worthiness having, you know, having people around you that support you, that call you out. Sounds like that's been a huge aspect for you, for your own growth, for your own transformation. There's so much here. And so obviously it's taken a long time and a lot of energy to, to incorporate these things into your life. But give us a, give us an idea of what, what you're up to right now. Like, how are you leveraging these insights to share your gifts with people? Mm. So currently, I mean, I'm working on one project, actually one project. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on one project and, um, I've, I have lots of, great projects that will be coming, um, that will be launching in, in 2017, but Mm. you know, one at a time, because it's very easy for me to jump in and kind of work on them all all at the same time and, and get them all up and running quickly. But no, it's just like, I have one project I'm currently working on and that's what needs to be the focus. And, and that's where I need to put all my energy and I need to do it in this way that, you know, with grace and with flow and with ease and, and launch that out to the world from that space. And then once that's launched, okay, on to the next. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so currently there's this one, there's one project that I'm working on that will be coming launching in January and, um, yeah. And, you know, Oh, so, um, I'm working on a program specifically for gut health, um, for healing leaky gut, which is actually a term that I think a lot of people hear, but they're just not really aware of what it really means. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to bring a lot of education and knowledge around that and really support people in improving their gut health because it really is the foundation really, uh, for so many health issues and, and so many symptoms people are experiencing, you know, just aside from the obvious things like digestive upsets and bloating and gas and indigestion and heartburn. Um, but you know, acne, eczema, psoriasis, hormonal imbalances, autoimmune issues, arthritis and inflammatory conditions. I mean, this, these are all stemming from your gut. And so so it's the course. Yeah, so I'm going to be running it for, it's a four-week online program, and um, everybody who joins the program will actually get a 30-day gut healing kit, like a supplement oh. kit. So they get to actually take this the supplements while we're going through the course. So um, it's going to be really phenomenal because um, they'll have like this full protocol in place with their supplements. Plus, I will get to guide them live o- over four weeks. And um, each week, we'll have a different topic we'll be diving into. Everyone will get 
you know, gut healing meal plans and recipes. And so that at the end of the four weeks, they can really come away feeling really confident about, um, about their health and feeling more empowered about their health and, and having the answers to actually confidently make the changes with their health. That's huge. I feel like uh, that's, it's so important because in so many arenas of life, whether it's your health or your finances or relationships, we're kind of left to our own devices. Like we need to spend the time and the energy and the money to educate ourselves and, and find different perspectives and different opinions so that we can actually make our own choice. We can't just like have one person do all these things for us anymore. And you know, what you're doing is giving people the tools, giving people the information, giving people the perspective and the, and the reasons behind it so that they could actually have something behind it. They have a foundation of principles behind what they're actually doing as opposed to, oh, Sam's telling me to do it, so I'm just doing it. <laughs> no, it's like, Absolutely. well, you take this supplement because this is how it affects your gut health. Okay. You do this process, you drink this much water, you put these kinds of food, avoid these kinds of food because what these foods do is bloated, challenges mm-hmm. with digestion, blah, blah, blah. Like it's it's actually giving people such an informed approach and it's not just following a to-do it's actually they know the why they know the reason behind it so i'm so behind that awesome thank you yeah i mean i feel that there there's just a lot a lot of people that are unaware yeah so i i feel like this calling to wake them up yeah to bring this awareness um yeah so cool and what else are you excited for that's huge so that's going to be a new year breakthrough thing uh, 2017, what else are you excited for in the next 12 months? Ah, oh, there's so much, um, travel. I'm so excited to, uh, and I'm still even unsure of where it will be happening. I actually will be flying out to go see Hans in, in January. So that will be yes. great. Yeah. So, um, you know, definitely travel plans next year. Um, I'm so excited that, uh, I will be, coaching more women to losing weight. Uh, Mm. You know, that's just been, I love seeing their transformations and their before and afters, you know, weight loss is such a big part of what I do in my practice. And so um, kind of in the works of actually taking my one-on-one coaching with my weight loss program and actually making it more of a group coaching program online. um, Cause there's this invention there. Yeah, absolutely. There's just such this great, when you can put people in a community and have this group and have support and accountability, like it's just this amazing dynamic that happens with people and they, you know, they're, they're more accountable and it's like they want to achieve their goals because they don't want to let so-and-so down and vice versa. Um, so I, uh, I, yeah, I'm excited to bring that online in the new year as well. And, um, and yeah, really stepping more into doing a lot of the business and personal growth coaching. Um, that's been kind of, um, hiding a little bit. It's, it's not really Ooh. fully on everyone's radar. Is yet. it maybe because of worthiness? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. It's totally been like, Oh, can I really do this? Oh, but so-and-so does it. Oh, there's so many, there's already enough business coaches. This like, is so perfect. I yeah. feel like, so if, if, if people, people, for people who are listening, just noticing the connections. Like how there's, you know, we all will have these ongoing themes in our lives. 
and it, it comes from somewhere which and it's it's so important to dig deep and find out where it comes from but just catching it and noticing it like oh there's this this thing with uh, a relationship that i over i over uh stayed i stayed there way too long that, you know i stayed committed for way too long i continued to settle why worthiness mm-hmm. i had this thing around money and my business and challenges worthiness i have this new thing that i want to that i want to do a new project new gift new talent or skill to explore worthiness like it just shows up over and over oh, and over again yep all the time and that so now so it's cool. just it's you know it's it's this like something i can almost laugh at <laughs> it's just like oh here here we go again yes like, here i am again like okay like what you know what's coming up what's showing up you know why do i why am i feeling this way so i get to really sit with that versus before i didn't even know it was there that's so, and and I think what you, what you just said that catching it now, you're just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, it's like, you, it's it's expected. It's almost like, oh, there's that familiarity. Oh yeah, that's not that's normal. That's uh, that's there's nothing new about this. Like, oh, it's happening again. Like it's it's kind of boring and familiar, and and you become more and more aware of it as time goes on. And that's what you were saying. Like you get more powerful, you get stronger. So. I'm, I, I really appreciate you um, and your willingness to open up about this and actually just, you know, talk about it so frankly. Of course. Absolutely. Um, can I ask you some rapid fire questions before okay, we finish? Let's do it. Yes. I steal, stole all of these from <laughs> other people. Uh, what's the, your most favorite book that you've gifted recently? Ooh, that I've gifted? I don't think I can say because I haven't given them yet for Christmas. <laughs> Um, oh, that I'm gifted. Actually, okay, I'm giving my mom um, a book called The Autoimmune Solution mm. for Christmas. And it, it is by Dr. Amy Myers, and it is a fabulous book. And she has a really great story in there. What I like about it is that she shares these stories about her mm. clients and their symptoms and their issues so that, you know, someone like my mom, I know she's going to read that and relate to a lot of those stories. So, um, so that, so I'm giving her that for Christmas along with some other goodies. Nice. Mm-hmm. When you think of success, who do you think of? Ooh, when I think of success, um, there's a lot of people. So I think of Hans, our coach. <laughs> I think of you. I, I think of my boyfriend. And I think of like all the amazing women entrepreneurs online. You know, some of them, many of them, colleagues of mine mm-hmm. who are. Okay. Define success. Maybe that'll help. Ooh. Um, I mean, I think it's so different for everybody. That's why I'm asking you. So like, what's your definition? My definition of success is being able to do really incredible work that fills you up, that lights you up, that is being of service to others mm-hmm. um, that really is that really comes from a place of ease and grace and flow um, 
yeah, that's, that's my definition of success. You know, that's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> I've never been asked that. What is your favorite yoga pose? Oh, tree pose. Tree. I love it. I love tree. If you could speak to your 21 year old self, what would you say? It is all going to be okay. Hmm. And if everything you have ever created was gone and you had an opportunity, you had 30 seconds to speak three valuable truths that you know about life, that you know to be true, what would those three things be? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Dilute your life experience into three points. (laughs) Okay. Um, Three truths. If everything was gone, three truths to speak. Oh, wow. Uh, Love. Love is all that matters. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What a question. Um, <laughs> love is all that matters. Um, your the relationships in your life. It, uh, it, it's important to cultivate those important relationships in your life and be open and vulnerable mm-hmm. in those relationships. One and, more. And you are enough and you are, you've always been enough. Love that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Ooh, thank you so much. Tell us where to find you and stalk you. <laughs> Let's be um, honest. On the interwebs. Yes. You can totally creep me over at holisticwellness.ca. And you can find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And same with Facebook at Holistic Wellness Foodie. I couldn't grab Holistic Wellness, so we added Foodie on the end. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I am so honored that you came and, and said yes to doing this recording with me and doing this little experiment with me. And you are so open. You are so raw. You're so willing to explore different territories, ask new questions and be so honest and truthful. I'm just, I'm, I'm really, really inspired by your process and, and everything that you've gone through and how you've faced obstacles with grace and clarity and action so i I want to acknowledge you for just you stepping it up it inspires me to step it up well thank you i really appreciate that and i'm really excited for your podcast i'm so excited to see you step into the space because you're a great interviewer and this is going to ultimately help a lot of people which i I hope so which is amazing so So, yeah, I'm excited for you. Thank you so much, Samantha.
Thank you, Oliver. Hey guys, it's Oliver Manolis. Just before you head out, you can find the full show notes of my conversation with Samantha Gladish at olivermanolis.com slash four. There you'll find any links or resources or notes that you might be interested in. As well, my request here, again, if you got value from this conversation, I would be so honored if you can write a review or rate us on iTunes. And if you did get value from it, then another great thing would be to share this with your community. Share this with somebody you love and care about. That would mean the world to me. If you would like to stay in touch, I have a great newsletter that I send every single week. It's called Oliver's Picks, and you can find it at olivermanalise.com slash picks. And this is where I send five of my most important coaching tools, insights, random recommendations, or just things that I'm loving and learning. So if you're interested in that, olivermanalise.com slash picks. So excited to be here with you again. I look forward to sharing the next interview and the next podcast episode with you. If you haven't already, please subscribe and we'll talk soon. Take care, everybody. Bye.